Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be real or fake alpha. So what's interesting is I've seen in life is everything seems to kind of go in twos. It's like you get a speeding ticket, and then a few weeks later you get a second one. You're going through a dry spell in your dating life. There's just nothing, nobody you click with, nobody you really jive with. And all of a sudden you meet one woman and then another one a few weeks later. Same thing in business. The other day I was I was sitting down and what's interesting about like coaching sessions is they tend to come in sporadically throughout the week. And then just I had literally two people within a couple of minutes each other purchase phone sessions from basically opposite sides of the globe. And in this particular case, I got two self-proclaimed alpha females sending me emails about their alpha male boyfriends or one's a boy, boyfriend girlfriend the other one it's a guy they're, they're kind of seeing each other so it's just interesting how the universe tends to work i don't know if that means it's simulation is winking at us or what but it's two interesting emails because one of them's having you could tell her attraction is kind of ebbing and flowing and there's a little bit of power struggle and power dynamics so i thought it'd be a a good email to go through and compare to point out it's like who's the real alpha because one of them is questioning am i the alpha or is he the alpha who's really in control of the relationship so i got a quote that i wrote and then we'll go through their individual emails and the quote says being an alpha embodies self-confidence self-love independence freedom and reaching your full potential in every area of life that is important to you. When it comes to intimate relationships between two people who consider themselves to be an alpha, the feminine alpha needs to trust the male alpha's masculine core in order to feel safe enough to relax into her feminine essence and let him lead. If he displays weakness and is unsure of himself, she will feel unsafe and move into her masculine energy, which often causes power struggles in the relationship and a loss of attraction. Conversely, if an alpha female is too masculine and controlling, the alpha male will eventually grow to resent her challenging his leadership, lose attraction, and pull away from her. Two alphas that are balanced and happy make a great team. Two unbalanced alphas will eventually repel each other and go their separate ways. So let's go through the first email. She says, hi, Coach Corey. I love watching your videos, and I usually tune into coaching styles that have the most depth. I'm an alpha woman who met an alpha guy while traveling. The only doubt in my mind is who is the most alpha. We were instantly attracted to each other, and since we don't live in the same country, we went with the flow and started hooking up. Well, as I always say, hang out, have fun, and hook up, and the rest will take care of itself. The sex was insanely hot and we fit perfectly into the roles of man and woman. We hung out for days and he would do things like place his hand around my neck when we were walking together on the street. I would let him know I wasn't wearing panties. You naughty girl. There was no discussion about titles or a relationship, but a constant tension around who is more in control of whatever we had. Well, just like the quote says, ideally, as long as he's in his masculine energy and he's displaying these alpha qualities, 
you should be deferring to his lead instead of causing a power struggle because a guy who's an alpha male eventually is going to get tired of the constant back and forth of her trying to be in control versus letting him have control because at the end of the day feminine energy if you're really in your feminine energy is about submitting to and receiving his masculine strength but if you're constantly challenging an alpha eventually he's going to grow to resent it get tired of it and just lose interest and move on so she says as an alpha woman i am very dynamic and comfortable being in my feminine energy i never pursue a guy but willingly respond to his desire towards me well, making the guy do 100% of the pursuing is not feminine. You're actually being masculine. And the fact if he's continually doing all the pursuing and doesn't recognize it, that would tell me he's not as alpha as you think he is. I love adoring a man who deserves it, showering him with affection and saying yes to sex every time he starts it. At the same time, an alpha guy can tell I'm an alpha too and I'm only playing a role for him. I think he enjoys being the one that can control me or the illusion that his appeal controls me. So it kind of I get the impression that you're taking what's in 3% man because I do see women doing this. They read my book and they figure, ha, I'm going to outsmart the guy. And so what happens is they start acting like the man in the relationship and then they're perplexed as to why it spirals out of control and the guy disappears. Because if you're acting masculine instead of feminine and submissive, it's going to ruin the sexual polarity. After some days together, I had to return home and my alpha guy kept in touch with me, checking in daily and sending very brief and casual texts that felt like breadcrumbs. I tried to be up, upbeat and reciprocate his advances like I always do, but eventually I got emotionally exhausted. I want to live my life in the moment and not in the past. I don't understand why he's sending me these tiny texts to check in. I'm not a girl that needs that kind of emotional maintenance to remain interested, so I decided to test him. Women will fuck with you just to see what happens. And so in this particular case, if this guy's checking in every day, he's not as alpha as she thinks he is. It shows that he, and also it shows that he's more invested in the relationship than she is. And she knows that. And so therefore she's gotten comfortable. And so what she's doing, she's backing away and seeing if she can screw with him. She says, I pulled away and started taking longer to reply. And now I answer with only one word texts or emojis. So if I was advising a guy, I would say match and mirror that behavior and back off. Because what it shows is that her attraction has dropped, she's less interested, and you've probably over-pursued to the point where she kind of takes it for granted. And like in this particular case, she comes right out and says, she's basically, I decided to test him. In other words, she's screwing with him on purpose to see what happens. And it's very revealing how he responds. I don't want to disrespect him or insult him by going silent. Well, if you went silent like that, on a guy who's familiar with my work he would just let you disappear because dating is like tennis you got to reciprocate i just want him to stop the micro tests because they are not maintaining my attraction for him alive so it's obvious he's over pursuing and he's doing all the pursuing he's not backing it off 
and, and off enough for her to pursue. But at the same time, she says, I never pursue a guy. And so she's acting basically like a cold fish, which is very unattractive. I would prefer that he contacts me that it has actual substance. I can go very long without any contact and still be interested. Weeks, months, or maybe even a year. I don't know if he feels the same. Obviously, from his actions, you have the power and he doesn't. And that's why you feel comfortable just backing off. And now you're just sending emojis or one-word answers back. And he doesn't recognize what that means. doesn't sound like he's read my book or is familiar with it. And if you really cared about him, I would encourage you to give him a copy and say, oh, it's a great book. I really enjoy it. I'd like, to, I'd like for you to read it and tell me what you think. This is a test to see who is more confident and more complete on their own, which it's obvious that he's failing that. I am observing to see if he will back off and come back in a month or two or forget me forever. So if he backs off because you're not reciprocating, he should walk away forever. Because if he, you don't talk for a few weeks and then he comes back, it's obvious he's way more into you than you are into him. Because as I say in my book, women have to know that if you if they push you too far, you'll walk and never look back. If they don't treat you the way you want to be treated, if they're offering you friendship when you want romance, you got to walk away from that. Because you're not going to have a successful negotiation if you keep interacting with a woman who's trying to give off or keep you in friend zone or only reciprocating with a platonic vibe. He would never be needy. He's a true alpha. I would say, well, based on his actions here, I wouldn't say he's a true alpha. Either way, I will be happy about the outcome. If he doesn't come back, that it means that he wasn't really into me for real. Actually, if he doesn't come back, it would mean that he got tired of your bullshit and you acting like a man and he was happy to let you go because he no longer had attraction for you. And you shouldn't be jerking him around like this, especially if you have something good going with him. But the reality is, at least so far from his behavior, he doesn't realize what he's doing. If it was me and you were pulling this with me, all you'd be getting is radio silence. Because dating is like tennis. You hit the ball over the net and the other person's got to hit it back. If you're not reciprocating and not reaching out, you're being controlling, you're being structured, and you're not acting like an alpha female. You're acting like a dude who has low interest. That is the reality. Remember, no drama allowed. These sweet mugs, you can get at teespring.com, the Coach Corey Wayne store, obviously. So let's go through our second email. She says, Dear Corey, thank you for publishing so many great videos and helping people like me to answer so many things about ourselves and our relationships. I am a woman who most of my life has been in the masculine energy. I'm an engineer, immigrant, survivor of different economic crises all my life, and etc. I am a feminine lady, but ambitious to explore the world and my potential, which makes me more of a freedom lover. In order to reach my career success, I had to choose a beta husband, someone who will not ruin my career plans. How do you think that worked out? I reached the point where I was satisfied in my career, but my marriage failed because I was not satisfied as a woman. So she married a beta male provider, had all the power, and eventually 
got turned off and lost interest and left. So now I found an alpha boyfriend. He is very successful. He's a very successful man, a former CFO of a corporation. He is in his masculine energy. Although he is very attentive to me and a responsible guy, he is trying to project someone else's character onto me to make me look and be like someone he wants in his head. And I am not sure if I am buying this. He is very much set in his ways, probably so as I. He's 50-ish and I am 35. When I have enough of his lifestyle, I need to go back home to recharge for a while and be with my lifestyle and my things. Well, that's natural. The idea is you want two happy, whole, complete people coming together to share their completeness, not trying to complete each other or have the other person fill up what you feel that you lack on the inside. But it's natural to... You, you got to have your own friends, your own hobbies, and your own interest because that's what attracts you to one another in the beginning. And a lot of people get into a long-term relationship and usually it's the guy, he gives up all of his friends, his hobbies, his interests, he gets rid of his stamp collection or his Star Wars collection or the muscle car that he's been working on for 10 or 15 years and loves racing it or whatever, or he gives up his motorcycles or whatever it happens to be in order to please her. And then eventually she still leaves him and divorces him and goes and finds somebody else. I'm trying to convince him to keep dating but to live in separate homes rather than as a couple that live together. I need to recharge my time and to avoid all the trivial things and annoyances that a married couple has. So right there, that tells me that he, just like the first guy, he's more into you than you are into him and therefore you have all the power. Because he's putting up with your BS. I'm afraid that if I conform with him, I will immediately lose myself in this relationship. Something I have done before many times. So it's obvious he's got the same problem. He's doing too much pursuing. And you're not doing enough, obviously, because he's over pursuing. And so this guy is, he may be alpha in his career. But when it comes to sex and intimacy, he's not. He has a hard time seeing things from my perspective because, again, he is set in his ways. More than likely, he's like, I want you to move in with me. I want to have live happily ever after, whatever that happens to be in his mind. So he's trying to convince her to move in with him, which is the exact opposite of everything that I teach in my first book, 3% Man, which you should definitely give him a copy of and say, I've been reading this book and it's really great, really informative. I'd, I'd love for you to read it. And give me your opinion on it. So tell me what you think. Because if you say, you need to read this because you're fucked up, he's going to be like, fuck you, bitch. So if you do it in a way, he's like, I want to I know what your opinion is. This is a fascinating book. It's, it's so interesting. I read so many things in here, and I just see us in so many of the pages of this book. It's fascinating. It's like this dude, Corey Wayne, is like psychic. He can like predict things. It's kind of scary how accurate he is. But I want to see what you think. I'm sure you love it. It's great. Great book. I'm not a, really a woman who showers him with texts and calls because you have lower interest than he does. There are some days when we skip calling each other, but this is how I feel better and centered. Because what that does, it shows that he's okay with not talking to you. Sometimes I am afraid that I'm not giving him enough attention as much as he used to receive from his ex-wife 
who was bombarding him with love and text to the point or to a point of annoyance. Yeah, it sounds like his ex-wife was very needy and insecure, probably because she sensed that he wasn't that into her. And she was probably needy and insecure on her own anyways. And, you know, that just caused him to not be that into her, which drove her nuts. She needed his attention and validation constantly because she didn't get enough strokes as a kid from her dad. So my question is, how should I handle an alpha guy as an alpha woman? I'm trying to shape myself according to him, but at the same time, avoid losing myself. Well, part of the problem is you don't trust his masculine core. And it's understandable that you feel like you're losing yourself. In other words, he's asking you to do something and to submit basically using logic and reason instead of just hanging out, having fun and hooking up and allowing you to arrive at those conclusions, especially when you don't talk for a couple of days and he doesn't seem to be bothered by that. And then when you do reach out to him, he's happy to hear from you. So your your relationship, your sexual polarity is unbalanced in a similar way to the first email. And so, like I said, if you should probably rewind the video and watch it where I just explained how I would go about tactfully suggesting to read my book, get him a copy of it. Because you gotta remember us guys are very egocentric and if we're like, you know, if you phrase it in a way that makes it sound like he's an idiot or he doesn't know something and the book will fix him, he's going to resent it. It's just like in the old days before we had had um, the apps on our phone, the Google Maps app. When when you say, well, why don't you stop and ask for directions? The guy, you know, us as guys are like, I can figure this out because you're basically saying you're not good enough. Just like a, a coach would in sports. And coach says, go sit on the bench. Like, I can do it, coach. So you're challenging his... Ma- so you don't want to challenge his masculinity. You want to phrase it from the perspective of, I really love his book. And there's so many things in here. It's like, this describes us perfectly. But I want to see what you think. of. I want to I know what your opinion is. What do you think of this dude, Corey Wayne? This shaved head, handsome guy from South Florida. <laughs> So that's what I would do. And obviously, I would encourage both of you to read Mastering Yourself, my second book, which you can also read for free at understandingrelationships.com. All you got to do is subscribe to the email and newsletter. Just click the little button when you get to my website. All you got to do is look. You'll see it at the very top. Just click the little icon for the free ebooks and audio course. And if you'd like to get a coaching session with your truly, maybe you're having some kind of challenge in your personal life or your professional life. Maybe you're trying to figure out your purpose or maybe you've been very successful and you're at the point in your life where you're going, I don't know if I want to keep doing this with my life. Or maybe you don't know what you want to do with your life. Or again, you're having a struggle in your own relationship and you'd like to get my help. Go to understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.